set your internet dials to danger as we bring you action, as we bring you science, and as we bring you theatre with Action Science Theatre. The sailing is good today, Mr. Ricks. So it is, sir. And we're making good time. We must hope so, sir. I have faith in our crew, Mr. Ricks, and this ship. She's done me well over the years. I hope you won't mind if I don't indulge in your wistfulness, sir. There's always a chance we won't make it, Mr. Ricks. We must be prepared for that. We have to make it, sir. I don't see what choice we have. Very little choice. But choice we have. I blame myself for this situation, sir. Well, quite right, too. It is your fault. I'm sure I had a winning hand, sir. But you didn't, Mr. Ricks. A pair of fours is a devil of a gamble. And now we have only one chance left to recover our debts. One game of cards to win back all we lost, and it's back in Portsmouth. Never really cared for foreign food, sir. Or clothing, or culture, or anything about other countries in any way at all, sir. Well then, work the crew hard, Mr. Ricks, and pray for the wind. I shall do my best, sir. As long as it surpasses your best efforts at cards. You're planning to marry, are you not? Not long after we return home? Yes, sir. Lady Violet Cheselhunt, sir. Ah. A great beauty with a bosom the size of York. What more motivation do you need? Do you really think her a great beauty, sir? Yes. And is her bosom really the size of York, sir? Well, perhaps, Bath. But certainly it pleases the wandering eye of a rugged sailor. Thank you, sir. Kind words indeed. Were you ever married, sir? I was once. For a time. What happened, sir? If you don't mind me asking, sir. She was never happy with all my long periods away at sea. Was she suspicious of you? Yes. And she had every right to be. I was having it off with every exotic maiden I could find. Uh, So she left you? No, I got fed up with her complaining in the end and intentionally lost her at a game of Baccarat. Ah. It was a very close thing. I had a very good hand. Do you ever get lonely at all, sir? Only when I'm on my own. Although I dare to say I would quite like to find a good woman one day. There are stories, sir, of women masquerading as men to work aboard ships and escape circumstances of poverty and destitution. I am sure, Mr. Ricks, that no such deception is happening aboard my ship. I'm sure not, sir. Excuse me, sir? Uh, Yes, crewman? Myself and the other men were wondering if botanist had anything he could recommend for our hair, sir. But all this salty air gets awfully dry, sir. I'll be sure to check with him. Morale is a primary concern of mine. You can have my assurance in that. Uh, thank you, crewman. Thank you, sir. I find myself strangely attracted to that young crewman, Mr. Ricks. It never pays for a captain to get too close to his men. No, sir. Please ensure I am lightly flogged if I mention to you such thoughts again. Yes, sir. Uh, but not too lightly. Ah, of course. Mr. Banks, will you please stop that infernal violin playing? My apologies, Mr. Green. I find it helps with my seasickness. I see. Well, you could have informed me about that particular malady before you accepted my invitation on this voyage. I'm afraid my excitement rather got the better of me. And did you have to bring quite so many cages and boxes? I wanted to get a good haul of specimens. My cousin went on a voyage last year and came back with 4,000. He's still cataloguing them now. I think it's making him a bit peculiar. The main point of this voyage, may I remind you, Mr. Banks, is to observe the transit of Venus, a great opportunity we can't miss. I know, Mr. Green. 
And I don't want that to be interfered with by your determination to fill this entire ship with valueless creepy crawlies and twigs. Valueless? Surely you appreciate the importance of expanding our knowledge of our natural surroundings, Mr. Green? To an extent, Mr. Banks, but it is to the stars we must look for greater understanding. Man shall make no progress simply by contemplating what it is right in front of him. The world is simply there to be conquered and built upon. That seems a rather blunt way of looking at it. History remembers the blunt, Mr. Banks, and those of us who bring the beauty of the stars close enough to touch. What do you keep gazing at when you're speaking? Vision, Mr. Banks, vision. That's what history remembers. For a man of science, Mr. Green, you do seem rather obsessed with history. Because history is what it's all about. I want to be remembered. I want books written about me. I want my portrait to be on the wall of every major scientific institute in the world. I want huge underground installations in Switzerland to be looking for things named after me. That seems rather specific. History remembers the specific, Mr. Yes, yes, I know. History, history remembers the... Whatever you say. I'm sure we can both accomplish what we want from this adventure, Mr. Green. We had better, Mr. Banks. Nothing will stand in my way. The captain says he'll speak to the botanist about our hair. Ah, good. Keeping it all tied up like this isn't good for it at all. Aye, that it isn't. How's dinner looking? Great. We've got pork stew. Lovely. Wasn't that for the officers? What will they be having? The same, but we've made theirs with a mix of hardtack and weevils. Ah, a feast fit for any officer. This sailing thing really isn't as hard as the men make out, is it? No. I don't know why they've complained about it. Fresh air, free food, and a sense of adventure. Do you think we'll get to visit some far-off lands? That's the plan from what I've heard. A beautiful tropical paradise somewhere. Sandy beaches. Clear water. Beautiful waterfalls. Coconuts you can drink out of. The sun shining all day long. Welcoming locals. Well-hung men. And naked dancing rituals. Yes, well, something for us all to look forward to. Shall I make some tea? Good idea. Is the water still all right? It's okay. I've put some rum in it. How many of these teas have you had? Twelve. Or thirteen. It's funny. The more of them I have, the less I'm able to remember. (laughs) I'd better start catching up. Good evening, Mr. Green. Mr. Banks. Good evening, Captain. Officer Rick. Uh, Good evening, gentlemen. Good? Well, yes, that's everyone, isn't it? How are we doing for time, Captain? I trust we're on schedule? Oh, (laughs) indeed so, Mr. Green. We have no concerns about the sailing. Uh, No concerns about that at all. I see. But you have concerns about something else. Why do you ask? Because of the way you said it. How did I say it? You emphasised that. As if there was something else that did concern you. Really? Yes, you definitely did. I I heard it too. Uh, He's right, sir. You did. Uh, Yes. Thank you, Mr. Ricks. Well, there is something else. Go on. Before we left Portsmouth, uh, we were hearing reports of trouble brewing. Uh, Possibly we should be prepared for an assault. uh, By the French. Or the Spanish. Or both. Was it both, Mr. Ricks? Uh, Yes, both, I think, sir. Yes, both. Indeed. 
But what could we do now? We're more than two months from home. When we are called to serve our country, Mr. Green, we must drop everything and return. That's our duty. But how will you be called back? Surely it would take so long for the message to arrive that you'll never get back in time. Besides, this is a scientific vessel, is it not? She is not large, nor is she well armed enough for combat, from what I understood. Yes, I, 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 I suppose so. But uh, you'd, you'd be surprised what a, what a small ship like the Treasure is able to do in a battle situation. Uh, yes, it, it could confuse enemy ships into thinking that it's a much bigger ship, but far away. Exactly. But uh, as for the message, there are there are many ways it could reach us. Such as? Well, uh, um, Mr. Ricks, how, how could the message reach us? Well, um, the Admiralty have been known to use carrier seagulls. Carrier seagulls? Carrier seagulls? Carrier seagulls? Can you train them to do that? Uh, yes, I believe so. The uh, Admiralty has great resources at its disposal. Yes, of course they do. Very straightforward. I see. Well, if you do get a message from one of these squawking postmen, be sure to let us know with all haste. Although it seems unlikely to me. Indeed we will, Mr. Green. Is, uh, is anyone else's stew a bit, well, wriggly? Excuse me, for a moment, please, gentlemen. The sailing is good today, Captain. Never mind the wretched sailing. What was all that nonsense about carrier seagulls at dinner last night? I was thinking of my feet, sir. In that case, I'm astonished you managed to stay upright. It was the best I could do under pressure. Tards, lies, getting a souffle to rise. Your list of talents grows ever shorter, Mr. Ricks. My apologies, Captain. Well, it can't be helped right now. When do you think we can expect a visit from one of our feathered friends? I'll uh, arrange for it this afternoon, sir. In your neatest handwriting, if you please, Mr. Ricks. And have one of the crew check your spelling. Uh, yes, sir. Carrier seagulls. Can you believe that, Mr. Banks? It is quite remarkable. I wonder how they trained them. Do they carry the message in their beaks, do you think? Oh, please, Mr. Banks. It's quite clearly a load of nonsense. All right. Not in their beaks, then. No. The whole idea of carrier seagulls is nonsense. It is? Of course. But why would the captain lie to us? He's up to something. Him and that first officer of his. What? I don't know, but it better not get in the way of my mission. Let me guess. History remembers the suspicious? Probably, Mr. Banks. History remembers everything. Hey, Gertrude. You'll never guess what. What is it, Bethany? That first officer, Ricks, just asked me to read a letter for him. To check the spelling. I didn't know he could read and write. I can't. But he didn't know and it gave me a chance to check out his breeches. <laughs> as fascinating as your tales of desire are, I do have to get these sails repaired. No, wait, there's more. I couldn't read it, but he explained what it was about so I could get the gist. And? He had forged a letter from the Admiralty saying that the ship had to return home at once. No! Yes! No! Yes! All right, I'm convinced. What's he done that for? I reckon it's to get those scientists to agree that we can go back early. Why would they want to do that? 
I don't know. I didn't want to think about it too hard. But that would mean no island. No beaches. No coconuts. No naked. Yes, all right, none of that either. What are we going to do? I think we'd better have a word with those scientists. Really? Bagsy the little one. Oh, yes, there, yes, there, all of you pretty girls, quiet and witty girls, on the quayside, yes, there, yes, there. Mr. Banks, it is not just that you insist on producing musical sounds so frequently, but also that they are undeniably without merit. Blah, blah, undeniably without merit, blah, blah. What was that, Mr. Banks? Nothing, Mr. Green, just writing in my journal. Psst. Is that you, Mr. Banks? What? Psst. That. No. Why would it be me? I thought it may have been your musical proclivities again. Psst. It seems to be coming from outside the door. Hello? Hello, sir. Who is it, Banks? An oddly attractive sailor, Mr. Green. Oh, that's very nice of you to say so, sir. I think it's what you recommended for our hair that does it, sir. Oh, that's who that ointment was for. I thought the captain's hair was a little thin on top for that. As this chit-chat is very stimulating, but could you perhaps explain why you're here, crewman? Sorry, sir. Yes, sir. Me as well. Well, This is turning into a soiree. Perhaps I should fetch us some wine. That's a good idea. I I was joking, Banks. Now, what can we do for you two... uh, oddly uh, bewitching sailors? Well, sir, it's not our place to say so, sir. But we thought we'd ought to come and tell you about a situation that's come to light, sir. And uh, what situation is that? Well, sir, I was asked to check a letter being written by the first officer, sir. Mr. Rick, sir. He has forged a letter ordering the ship to return to England with all haste, sir. Has he, indeed? We thought we'd ought to let you know about this, sir. It may interfere with the work you two fine, upstanding gentlemen are doing, sir. Thank you, crewman. This is useful information, indeed. How can we repay this effort to bring this to our attention, but... Perhaps dinner? Oh, <clears throat> no, thank you, sir. We eat with the rest of the crew, sir. Of course. Uh, crewmen must uh, crew together. It was just the, the way the light caught your eyes. <clears throat> Never mind. Uh, perhaps some heroin from Mr. Banks will do us fine, sir. It would be my pleasure. Ooh, you just pinched my, well, part of my lower body. Sorry, my hand slipped. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a good afternoon. Behave. <laughs> Good evening, Mr. Green. Mr. Banks. Good evening, Captain. Wait, I'm not being left until last again. Good evening, everyone. Well done, Mr. Banks. Exactly the battle that needed to be fought. Good evening, gentlemen. Before we start our meal this evening, I'm afraid I have some unsettling news. Indeed, Captain. More unsettling than the contents of the stew. I'm afraid our worst fears have been realised. A carrier seagull landed on top of the ship just an hour ago with this message. What does it say? That we are to return to England at once. An assault by France, Spain, and anyone else who wants to join in is imminent. That is unsettling news. So, you understand if I have to cut short our mission... My greatest apologies. It's almost exactly come to pass as you warned, Captain. Who could have foreseen it? Indeed. Other than Mr. Ricks, who wrote the message. Sorry? Didn't he? Good heavens, no. How could you suggest such a thing? 
I have the message right here in my in my hand with the with the crest of the Admiralty on it, the sign and, and everything. May I see? No. Why not? No particular reason. Banks, grab it. Hey, Mr. Ricks, catch! I got it. We'll see about that. Take that. Good work, Banks. I think that's the first time I've respected you in any way. Really? Ooh, thank you very much. <laughs> here you go. Aha. As I suspected, the crest is drawn on and the message has spelling mistakes. Damn it, Ricks! This ship is staying its course. Ha! We'll see about that. Crewman! Yes, sir? Restrain Mr. Green and Mr. Banks and stow them in the hold. They are attempting mutiny on a vessel of the fleet. I, um, don't think so, sir. What? We've been talking about it, us crewmen, and we'd rather think we're on this side. Very much so. We want beaches and sunshine. So, I'm afraid we're going to take you and Mr. Ricks down to the hold. I'll take over as captain, and we'll continue with our mission. But this is outrageous! You can't do this! I... Has anyone ever told you, sailor, that you have eyes the colour of treacle in summer? Oh, <clears throat> once or twice. Take them below, fellow crewmen, and plot us a course to the nearest island. I want to go sunbathing, and we should get a good view of Venus. Such great leadership skills. History remembers great leadership skills. Your situation report, please, Mr. Ricks. We're down to a skeleton crew of five, with just enough rations to make it home, sir. Our scientist friends? Missing, sir. Presumed consumed. The replacement captain? Discovered to be a woman, sir. Like many other members of the crew. Uh, Missing also, sir. Uh, That whole escapade ended rather badly. An entire island of cannibals. Uh, Who would have known? Indeed, sir. Will we make it home in time to save ourselves? I doubt it, sir. Shall we still try anyway, sir? Yes, why not? We've nowhere else to go. And we should report back, sir. Indeed. What will you say, sir? That I recommend England treats all people from other lands with deep suspicion. That women should not be allowed to attain leadership positions. And that I recommend they maintain those stances for many hundreds of years to come... Uh, Won't that create a systemic inequality which will ruin lives for generations? Uh, Not for the likes of ours, Mr. Ricks. Oh, of course. Very good, sir. Starring in The Voyage of the Hand was Matt Kirk, Wendy Bradley, Callum Mitchell, Tara Clark, Brian Macken and Dan Bond. Written by Dan Bond and Brian Macken. Produced by Dan Booth. For more Action Science Theatre, go to actionsciencetheatre.com.